1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever and wherever you may be listening. And thank you for joining the Lockdown Avalanche Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, bringing you another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. (coughs) And it might be a day off, but like always, there is a lot going on with Colorado Avalanche, a lot of preparations going on for the Saturday Stadium Series game against the Kings, uh, pretty good article on NHL.com about that. We'll kind of touch on that in a second. Uh, more on the Nazem Kadri injury and what that means going forward. If anything, we'll get into some power rankings and we'll preview the Capitals game um, against o- Alexander Ovechkin and his quest for 700 goals. I'll also put this game through the simulator and see what it spits out. So, first things first, we will get to our social media, where you can follow the show on Twitter LLPN underscore Avalanche, over on Instagram at lockedonavalanche Avalanche, and send your questions, comments, concerns, statements, whatever you. If you're going to the game on, uh, I guess if you're going to the Washington game, you can send it an email. If you're going to definitely, if you're going to the Stadium Series game, um, I kind of want to know about it before and after. So, uh, you know, what was the experience like? I know for the Fandom Friday segment next week, um, I have it planned where we have somebody coming on that's going to the game. So uh, that will be a, a good one to mark your calendars for. That's not until next week, however, obviously. So um, for now, like I said, the uh, article on I didn't even say the, the email, did I? If I didn't, LockdownAvalanche at gmail.com, but everybody should know that by now. So, um, like I said, the Stadium Series game, the the weather was kind of in question for that game. I guess now they're saying it should be um, kind of a picture-perfect night for that game. They got a lot of snow. In Colorado recently, for the people that live in Colorado, um, the, you know, but they have workers working around the clock getting rid of that snow that's in that stadium, and they're thinking. they're have it here. Another storm watch was in effect for Monday, so I'm trying to see. So this was written a couple of days ago. So this was written that day. It was written on the tenth. Um, but clear skies and temperatures in the mid 30s are projected for Saturday when they play this game at 8 o'clock at night. So uh, I I was hearing things that it was going to be like below freezing, and they have metal seats in that arena, So, which, I mean, it's February. You should probably bring, you know, bundle up as it is, but uh, we were hearing really nasty weather early, early on, but I think that's kind of gone away. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that game. I think the, the jerseys are growing on people. I don't hear so much hatred towards them anymore. And I think that became the case when people started buying them and ordering them and seeing them up close and personal and saying, like, these aren't so bad. We want to make fun of them and because they're different. But I, I always had a love-hate relationship with them. I have said in the past I thought they were so bad they're good. And I still feel that way. I love them because they're so bad. So, yeah, if you're going let me know, and uh, let me know after the game, and let me know what the experience was like, so, should be a, a fun game to watch, so, we got that, and we clearly have issues going on with, with Nazem Kadri. and like I said yesterday, we still haven't heard, the, I don't think we're going to hear anything, I, I, I've been reading things that I don't necessarily believe, it's not cited, and some people are saying, oh, he's out four to six weeks, without any backup on it. That's why I hesitate to even like bring it out, but I think it's just a good talking point because you can kind of say, all right, if it is four to six weeks, what do the abs do? I th- would think they'd be more inclined to stay in pat if it's only four to six weeks. If it's more towards the the four weeks, I think they would be okay with what they have. Make that minor deal at the trade deadline um and and do what they did all season. Stay afloat. you are, you are a, a, a point behind St Louis right now. so I think if that's the case, they'll wait that out and take their chances with, with the team they have now and with the lines they have now. If it's pushed to eight weeks, that eight to 10 week or even 10 to 12 week, that's a different ball game. Because now you're getting into April, mid-April, maybe even late April, which playoffs are starting. If that's the case, I think you can take this What where the avalanche mindset is depending on the length of injury for Kadri. Like I said, uh, four to six weeks, I say you wait it out. Eight to 12, eight to 10, 10 to 12, somewhere in that. You you might want to go for something because that, that's a long stretch of time being without a player who you rely a lot on. So what would they do? Everybody's worried about rental. Uh, and, and everybody seems to just be thrown around the, the term rental when it comes to a trade and the Colorado Avalanche doesn't necessarily have to be a rental there's players out there that still have at least another year or two on their contracts uh, that they could pick up so if that's the concern they'll go in that direction if they're okay getting a rental then they'll go in that direction so i i don't see any downside to to anything the avalanche do be and if people want to shout from the mountaintops, you're giving up your future, that's the risk that you're willing to play. You're, you're taking a risk by not giving up your future also. Sure, it works both ways. You're, you're taking a risk by not giving up the future and hoping that future pans out, and you're taking a risk by not giving it up and putting all your eggs in the basket for this year and winning this year, because that's what people want to see, is a cup in the air. And, and we can... You know, the people who are saying, you know, stand Pat, it's not guaranteed that cup is going to be up in the air. There's nothing guaranteeing that. And why, why are we suddenly okay with winning a Stanley Cup in 2021 or 2022? Why not 2020? This is the season we're playing in. Who the heck knows what's going to happen next year? You're playing in this season. You are a dominant team. Go all in. You still have a future. You have young players on this roster as it is. And you have players that, that are in, in, the, in the AHL, which who knows what's going to happen. Yes, you're, you're thinking for the best and thinking that they're going to contribute to the, to the NHL team. But who knows? So why play the, the risk game, the risk versus reward in, in making a deal now? I think ways towards the reward of making a deal. to get somebody. No, I'm not saying give up everything. Don't give up, uh, you know, maybe Timmins or or Bowen Byram. Um, don't give those guys. I get that. But if there's a deal to that that's just too sweet to pass up, I think because of the position you're now, if say if Taylor Hall was available now, compared to when he was traded a couple months ago. I think the Avalanche might be willing to deal some different players because of the position they're in right now um, to get to bring in a player of Taylor Hall's caliber. So do they do that with Chris Kreider? Uh, that, that's the big question. Do they do that with maybe somebody like Tyler Toffoli? That would be a huge get. And uh, you know everybody. Even look at those teams. Look at like teams like the Kings, and you know the Senators. Team teams are going to be giving players up. Yeah, you might have to give something up because they're rebuilding, so they're going to want to stockpile uh, prospects and picks. So you might have to give up a, a number one. But your number one is going to be later. Your number one is going to be in the late twenties. I'm fine with that. You know this this Matt Duchesne deal. We still talk about it. Because they, the Avs stockpiled. Now it's time to be on the other end of this stuff, and not just hold back. But Joe Sakic, you know, being Avalanche fans, uh, we are used to not seeing much at the trade deadline. So, do I think he's going to make a splash? I don't, because it's not his his mo. Do I think they should? Like I said before, within reason, I really, really think they should because the time is now. They haven't been in this position at this point in the season in a very long time. So strike while the iron's hot and bring in that extra help, especially with Nazem Kadri being out. And if he's out for that long period of time, I think it's a no-brainer. You've got to bring somebody in to fill that gap even if it's just for a rental and half the season, not even half the season at this point, the remainder of the season and into the playoffs. Because if you win a Stanley cup in the end, it—how how is that not worth it? I think it absolutely is. And I defy anybody to say making deals to win a Stanley cup is not worth it. And if they don't win the cup, then you deal with what comes with the cup. Then we can have that conversation later, but you can't play this game to maybe win the cup. You've played this game to win the cup And that's what I think the Avalanche are going to do come trade deadline time.
0: My name is Paul Stewart, a third-generation Irishman from Dorchester, Mass. I made it to the NHL as both a player and a referee. I was even elected to the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame. When I was skating, I had my share of lumps and bumps. I gave a few back, too. As a stand-up old-school guy, I've always been hesitant to try fads. But recently, I became a big fan of a company called Easy Feeling Wellness. A hockey buddy sent me 1,000 milligrams of intensive relief rub. Easy Feeling markets a line of natural plant-based hemp extract products, including gummies, soft gels with melatonin, and tinctures. Their motto is to enjoy every day, which all of us banged-up baby boomers and old skaters can relate to. Easy Feeling products are non-addictive. They don't get you high, and they're perfectly legal. Give Easy Feeling a try by going to easyfeelingwellness.com. They will even give you 20% off your first order by using my special code, PS20. Easy feeling wellness. Enjoy every day.
2: Don't Luca now, but the Los
0: Angeles Clippers
2: might be in trouble. From our local experts to your ears, these are the biggest stories on the Locked On Podcast Network. Sources tell ESPN's Adam Schefter that Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson missed two training camp practices due to a groin injury. Listen to Locked On Ravens for the latest on the reigning MVP and why the team released Earl Thomas. Local experts on the biggest stories. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: All right, so we are midweek and kind of midweek. I like to go through some power rankings and see where the abs sit according to some of the more popular websites out there. Uh, we're just going to go with three of them today. NBC Sports, Sports Illustrated, and CBS Sports. Um, Avs, it's, it's, you know, it they've been up and down. But for the most part, and I say up and down in the power rankings, but for the most part, they've been in the top 10. I think there was that one time... Uh, Was it last week or the week? I think it was last week. Someone had them at 14, which is the lowest I've seen them pretty much all season. Um, And I think that was because they had so much time off. So, uh, and I don't remember which site that was, but I don't have them up for these three. But what a difference a week makes because, uh, as you will see, we're getting bumped up rather high. Um with sports illustrated again sports illustrated kind of keeps them in that five six range and they've done it again they were at six last week they've kept them at six this week and they're kind of uh i guess uh what they're going for on this power ranking is they give the team and then what they need at uh trade deadline so kind of going off what we're just talking about in in the first segment Biggest need, so they give, like I said, the Avalanche at number six, their biggest need, they say, is depth on defense. And the perfect match for them is a guy that we've talked about um, I think it was last week with uh, the the Kings and Alec Martinez. Um, And they state, the Avalanche don't have any glaring needs, but rostering just one defenseman with significant playoff experience who they're talking about, Ian Cole, and not having strong backup options beyond its top six could be a weakness in a grueling postseason. Colorado has oodles of cap space and should use it, whether that's on Martinez or a high, higher-priced player like Sammy Vatinen. Martinez seems to be getting thrown around a lot for for Avalanche uh, in Aval- in the Avalanche world. Uh, I think it's a good fit. Uh, he's he's really uh, the Avalanche like youth. Um, and he's really right on that line. I think he's 32 years old. Um, so do I think they would not take him because he's 32 years old? No. Uh, he has, he has a, you know, good playoff experience, which I think they would be looking for with him. And I believe this is something we talked about also. He has a year left. So if they get him, they got him for another year at a pretty decent price. So that's what I was saying with the rental thing. He's not a rental. You bring him, and you got him for this year and for next year, which might not be a bad idea because he can play all next year. And those guys that you have, that that, that those those the depth of defense that you have in in the AHL can have another year if they need it. If they feel like someone like Timmins is ready to come up, then you deal with that situation. But uh, I don't think. Um, uh, getting Alec Martinez is such a bad idea uh, we'll see what the the Kings would want in place of him probably if uh, you know picks obviously and a I can't imagine they would want two uh, prospects and like multiple picks I don't think you're getting a first round pick for Alec Martinez but maybe like a second and a uh, prospect of some sort depending on who that is I don't think that's a, a terrible terrible deal uh, do they? Do I think they go higher priced on defense? No, I don't see that happening. So, man, I need this trade deadline to come because I love this stuff. Uh, let's see. So, CBS, CBS does a thing where they put uh, they at the top their biggest movers, the biggest mover going up, biggest mover going down. Avalanche this week are their biggest mover going up, moving up sick six spots. They were at ten and they have moved up to four. They rate the ads have been a streaky team, but when they're on, they are dangerous. They're on a good swing right now, winning four. And so this is obviously before yesterday's game, or two days ago now. Um uh, four in a row, we know that's five, and seven of their last eight. Uh we know that's eight of their last nine. So uh moving up, who they have above them, in case you're curious, the lightning at number one no change with them. The Bruins, they move up two spots to number two. The Penguins move down a spot to number three. And then there's the Avalanche. And they have them over the Capitals. So, where do they have... Let's see. I want to see where Sports Illustrated has... Sports Illustrated has has Washington at three. Um, And they have... that. That's down two from number one. So, um, yeah, I don't really follow the Capitals too much. Just, you know... But, obviously, they're falling for some reason. They must not be playing as well as they have been. Um, But, yeah, that'll be interesting. Avalanche ahead of the Capitals as they're going into a a war, a head-on-head war. And, finally, NBC Sports. I think we like NBC, don't we? We like NBC Sports because they usually have the Avalanche pretty high. And they do, again, um, Tampa Bay at number one. Colorado Avalanche. At number two and they say almost uh, the same thing Colorado's a very streaky team and right now the pendulum is swinging in a good direction for the Avalanche who have won seven of the last eight clearly we know that's eight of their last nine and where do they have they have Boston at three they have Pittsburgh at four they have St. Louis at five Columbus at six Philadelphia at seven where are the Capitals at eight What's going on with the Capitals? Uh, you know, I have, I have their... I brought their stats up for the, the preview in the next segment, but I didn't really dig too deep. Um, I'm going to have to see what's... Because the Capitals have been up number one or number two for the majority of the season. So, there, some, something's going on with the Washington Capitals. But, so, there, there's your... Your uh, power rankings for this week, I think where these ratings have them, I think is pretty honest. Uh, who was at six? That was Sports Illustrated, right? I think that's a little bit low. Um, I, I, you know, I think they should be almost in all any power ranking a top five team in my opinion. So, um, but I'm okay with six on one, four in on the other, two in the other. Uh, I think if they can get wins against. Washington, and then you have the outdoor game, and then you have that game against Tampa Bay. And was Tampa Bay not number one in all of the three that I listed? Yes, they were. So if they can overtake them, again, we had this issue earlier in the season when they played Boston and dominated them twice and were not above them. That's the stuff that irks me with these power rankings, which is why I love talking about them, even though they're so subjective and nobody really cares. But I do. So, um, yeah. All right. Preview of the big game against the Washington Capitals. So the Avs and the Capitals will meet up again. First matchup since very early in the season. I think there was less than 10 games played by both of these teams the first time they met. Avalanche looked very good. Washington looked not so good, but that was forever ago. Uh, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Uh, Washington is a different team, and just looking over their their past handful of games, they seem to be off a little bit. <laughs> um, they they have let's so they've lost to let's see one two three they have four losses and so they're two and four in their last six, with losses to the Predators, the Penguins crushed by the flyers. They lost 7 to 2 to the flyers and a 5 to 3 loss most recently to the Islanders. So, like I said yesterday, this game has been moved to 9 um and on NBC Sports, so it's a a national game. I think it's twofold. I think it's because Ovechkin's going for his 700 goals and it's just a damn good matchup. Uh yeah, we like I said yesterday you're going to hear, <clears throat> if you want to play a drinking game for, for this game, which I don't condone, but, you know, if you want to do it, how many times they say this could be a Stanley Cup preview. Uh, you will probably hear it over and over and over again because it's it's true. So, uh, stat-wise, it, it's impressive. Uh, Washington is right there behind Colorado, or they're they are right next to each other, neck and neck with a lot of things. As far as points per game, obviously Colorado is number one, averaging 3.64 goals per game. Washington is number two, 3.55 goals per game. Now, goals against, Washington is middle of the road, uh, 3.04 points per game. So you can score on them. They're, They're giving up over three goals a game. Uh, where Colorado is giving up less than three, almost two and a half or two and three quarters goals a game for Colorado. So while Washington can score, and we know that they can score, you can score on them. Uh, Special teams, Washington, with their, let's see, their power play percentage, 14th in the league, uh, just a tick over 20%. But, you know, when... Ovechkin is on that. Power play, he is always dangerous. Uh, he's like McKinnon. you got to have your eye on him all the time. And in terms of penalty kill, second best in the league, right behind San Jose. 84.2% of their penalties are killed. So, their special teams is good. Middle of the road in, in power play, elite in penalty kill. Uh, individual players, team leaders John Carlson leads them in total points with 67. Ovechkin with his 40 goals leads them. Carlson has 52 assists on the season. Um, and where's he in plus minus, just out of curiosity. Wow, Ovechkin's a minus 12. That shocks me for some reason. I don't know why, but um, you think he'd be more towards the positive with how much he scores, but eh, it is what it is. So that's kind of their stats. Um, I, I think this is going to be a, a tight game throughout. Uh, it's one of those games. the The first goal is is, is monumental, and whoever gets that uh, could be sitting pretty. But it also could be a shootout <laughs> in every sense of the word. So let's see. Actually, I'm going to run this through the my game simulator and see what artificial intelligence tells us. So we have Washington Capitals as the away team, Colorado Avalanche as home team. We are going to run a simulation simulation in process and the Colorado Avalanche are four to three victors against the Washington Capitals according to the interwebs. So there you have it. Uh, bet everything on the Avalanche. I actually, I, if it's straight up, bet the Avalanche. I don't know what the spread is. I'm just going off of overall, just goals. That's all you need. That's all that matters. Um, yeah, but Washington 36, 15 and 5, 77 points overall. Looking good. So is it a. a, a Possible Stanley Cup matchup? Like I said, absolutely. So I think we're going to be in for a treat and a really good game. And we'll have a lot to talk about it tomorrow. So let's see how this one goes. I think it's going to be one for to to hang our hat on just like that Columbus game was. But uh, like I said before, before, you don't want to be that team that's in the highlight reel of when Ovechkin scores his 700th goal. You don't want to be that team because that's shown forever. So, Zadorov's got to step up. Step it up. So does Grubauer, and they have been. So I don't see why any reason why they, they can't do it tonight. So enjoy the game, guys. It's going to be a really good one, and uh, we will see you tomorrow. And here is Miss Jovi.
0: Go, Abs! Go.